0: help. I think I got the other one. Yeah. I don't know what I did with the last one. (laughs) I had it this morning. (laughs) It's in my office somewhere. (laughs) Amen. Amen. We are embarking on the ninth sermon of this as we trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to get there of this uh, series. I believe last, the last couple of sermons on this series is essential. Today it's essential for us to, for us to get this, to know who we are in Christ. So allow me to to, to just 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 sit down in it and and explain it as, as, as I try to preach it. Ephesians chapter 4 looking at verse 7 through 13 and I am reading it from the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. And it reads as such in our hearing. However, he has given each one of us a special gift. Say special special gift. According to the generosity of Christ that is why the scripture said when he ascended into the heights he led a crowd of captives and gave Gifts, say gifts, gifts to his people. Notice that it says he ascended, which means that Christ first came down to the lowly world in which we live. The same one who came down is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that his rule may. Fill the entire universe. He is the one who gave these gifts to the church. Say gifts to the church. Gifts to the church. Apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers, their responsibility is to equip God's people to do the work and build up the church, the body of Christ until we come to such a unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature and full grown in the Lord, measuring up to the full stature of Christ. That's it. I'm not going to get that far, but that's it. Father, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I ask that even now allow your Shekinah glory to fall fresh on us. Father, call back into my remembrance everything that you want me to say. Father, I pray that you would give freedom of utterance that I may say with power with anointing, the words, the concept, the truths, principles that you want me to, to say. Lord, give, give enablement to not only hear, but to receive your truths. Holy Spirit, speak. Speak to us, your children, that we may hear, what the Lord is saying. Speak even now into our ears, into our minds, into our spirits. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Our, d- our identity, our, our, our calling, our purpose, our destiny, which leads to our destiny, it is crucial for us to understand yes, certain truths. If yes, we ever are going to become what God has called us to be, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Uh, the decisions we make yes, is based off what we believe. Bad decisions, good decisions, are influenced by what we believe and how we see ourselves. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, see, before I ever realize why a person makes certain decisions and it's destroying their life, it's more than just making bad decisions. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. At the heart of that lifestyle is a bliss. Is a imagery, is a concept that is controlling why they do what they do, when they do what they do. (laughs) And many times, if if I'm gonna change, if you're gonna change their behavior, you have to change their concept in their mind of themselves. Hmm. Listen, your greatest hindrance to yourself is what you think of you. One of the reasons why I had you stop and say, you know, gifts and, and, and I had you say, because I want you to get in your mind that that since you are in Christ Jesus, you are a gift. Yeah. Let, let, let me illustrate that. Let me, let me let me define that. It's not only are you gifted, you are a gift. It's not only that you are anointed and, and you got motivational gift and you got and you got you got manifestation gift, you are a gift is not only that, that you are talented. No, you, t- t- turn to the person that you say, you you. you, you, you are a gift. Yeah. you will be surprised how many people that just went like this. And though they heard it, they don't believe it. Because if you begin to believe that you are a gift from God, empowered to be a gift to somebody else, the way we act, we'll be allowed to enter into our lives with change. By the fact, I believe that the more you begin to apprehend the truth of God about you, it changes your attitude. After a while, the stuff that used to affect you don't affect you. You know, when you know who you are in Christ Jesus, let folks talk about you. Folks gonna talk about you anyway. So why you gonna lose any sleep about what folks that got more problems than you? When, when, you, when you know who you are in Christ, yeah, yeah. and you are constrained, yeah. and, and you are being propelled by his love, yeah. Yeah. you can't worry about folks. Yeah. 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 Folks would drive you plum-crazy, yeah. yeah. plum-crazy, so somebody said, what's, what's plum-crazy? I mean, crazy-crazy. <laughs> To my young people, when you know who you are you do not try to keep up with nobody else. You can have your own style, you don't have to hang around with nobody else that you know, you know, and let me speak to that's there's some folks you need to drop. And the reason why you need to drop them because they are hindering you from getting where God called you. God is a God that when he saved you, he He gifted you, then he put a calling on you because there's a place of your destiny is before you. And he has so invested himself in you that God wants to show up and shine through you, but, but the devil don't want you to shine for the Lord, so he's going to put people and obstacles in our way. <laughs> we was talking in the office after the 8 o'clock service with the minister that, and, they, and they had been at the 8 o'clock about this, this sermon and, 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 and we had to deal with some truths and some of the truths is, is, that, is that sometimes God would take you through something to get you somewhere yeah. and we don't like what he where he's taking us because we don't see the full picture do you remember when i, I know when i was in grade school or whatever if they had a connect the dots it was a bunch of dots on a piece of paper and there were some numbers next to the dot. now now, when you first look at it, it just looked like a bunch of dots on a piece of paper. But as you started connecting the dots, there was a picture that was hidden. And it didn't make sense until you connected the dots. Now now, 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 the strangest thing is we had some younger ministers in there. Say, and also, for, they said there was a picture down at the bottom that you. I said, not in my connected dots. I didn't get no picture. Did I I realize there was some age difference between them and the rest of us? Justin, they had a picture to help you. And I said... Not in my connected dots. Matter of fact, fact, it still don't make sense after you get to a certain number. You say, it still don't make sense to me. Wouldn't it be nice if God gave us a picture of what it's going to be? But but sometimes in your personal life, there is no pre-picture. And where you're at, at the dot where you're at, it doesn't make sense. And that's when faith got to trust God for what you do not see. But when you believe that God got a calling on you, a purpose on you, your gift, and you got destiny, then you trust what you know. You trust that God is up to something. You trust that God's not finished yet. And though I may be at a dot that I don't like, this dot is a temporary situation. Is there anybody at a dot in their life that you may not like and you wonder when your change going to come and the only thing you got is that you got to trust God that, that when he starts connecting other dots, that is going to make sense after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. you know where I get that from? Yes. I get that from knowing the character of God yeah. and what the Bible says yeah. and knowing that, that God said you're a gift, yeah. you're a call, yes. he's a God of destiny, and if you trust him and stay on call. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we was talking and, and y'all going to get some stuff that that, that, that didn't get. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure that Joseph said, this don't make sense, me being in jail. But because he kept on trusting God, when God got finished blessing him, it made sense. I, I'm sure that Daniel, when he's, when he's taken away from his homeland and find himself in Babylon, He said, I should act like the Babylonians, like all my other ones. He said, I choose to trust God. Let's see what God's going to do. And here Daniel is. Daniel in four different empires. Daniel is chief administrator where God got him in position. See, don't give up on God when the dots don't make sense. We got to trust him all the way through. We got to trust, don't, 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 don't be Jonah. Even though Jonah got used from God, he still had a bad attitude. Have you noticed that Jonah, the book just ends? He ends and God trying to show him, Jonah, the purpose isn't about your attitude. It's bigger than that. And he's sitting there with an attitude and it just ends. You are gifted. You was called. There's a purpose on you. God's not through blessing you. And if if, if you begin to get that inside of you, the stuff that gets you off target begin not to bother you as much you begin to make decisions heading toward where god is calling you instead of just letting anything happen you begin to live on purpose listen i just want to today to come i've been through enough h-e-l-l i not came too far to let anything and anybody make me miss my blessings. Hey, 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 listen, listen, listen. Even if you are in your 80s, who told you God's finished with you? Moses didn't start his ministry till he was 80 years old. Listen, 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 listen. As long as you got breath in your lungs, God is up to something. George Beverly Shave was a singer, a baritone singer for Billy Graham. When Billy Graham was preaching at all of his his, his, his engagements, before Billy Graham got up to sing, George Beverly Shave was saying, had his deep, bare tone yeah. voice, yeah. rich voice, just yeah. vibrates. Yeah. It, was, it was weeks while he was dying, it was weeks before he died, but he recounts waking up from this dream and telling his family and telling his best friend, he said, I, I went to heaven last night and I was in heaven with Jesus and we was walking the streets of gold. And as we was walking, I noticed this big storehouse and I saw the door open with with gifts. They was wrapped, And I asked Jesus, well, what is this? And Jesus said, go see. Then I went over and there was name tags on the gift and I picked it up, had my name on it. So I went to another one had my name on it. So, I went to another one. He said, I realized that all the gifts in this big warehouse had my name on it. Yes, so, I, I said, I turned to Jesus and he said, he said, I asked him, what is this? He said, that's all the gifts that I had for you while you was on earth, that if you would have kept on the journey... I would have blessed you with it, yes, but you left your gifts unopened. Yes, yes, what are you missing out on? that yes, yes, got your name on it. Yes, yes. See, we stand between Satan that is, 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 is to steal, kill, and destroy, John 10.10, 10. and Jesus said, I came to give you life more abundantly. And Satan is trying to lie to him. Can, can, can't you see, can't you see Adam and Eve in the presence of God? And because the devil came with a lie in Genesis chapter 3, they moved out of position. Here God used to come in the cool of the day and share himself with them. And now he comes and they run. You know, when you out of position, you hide. Matter of fact, let me be real honest with you. All of us are hiding to some degree. Because of the fall, we now hide. And I know we look Jody cute. I, I know we got our hair fixed. But just because you fixed up on the outside don't mean that you're not messed up on the inside. God comes and, and he says, so where are you? We hiding. Why are you hiding? We naked. Who told you? Whose voice are you listening to? I never told. Matter of fact, somebody said, "Well, Rebbe, it's true they were naked." I would say, "No, they wasn't." Well, they didn't have no clothes on. They didn't need no clothes on. Well, what were they clothed with? Glory. God's glory had them clothed. See. See, see, when God got you and you in the presence of God, his glory becomes your glory. And you don't need no clothes because glory got you covered. (laughs) They went from a place of total transparency with God and one another. Now, wait a minute, they're not only hiding from God, they're hiding from one another. (laughs) And, And we come into church and though we look good, When you begin to walk in more truth and begin to get closer to God and this be quit being religion and this relationship, there's a freedom yeah. about being in relationship. Watch this. Let's go. Let me let me get into my verses. Let me, I don't wanna keep y'all all day, but I'm trying to work really hard that we get these truths. Watch this. Verse uh, Proverbs 29, 18. It says. People who do not accept divine guidance, divine revelation, they run wild. You know what's happening in the world? When you don't know who you are, when you have no concept of your purpose, of your calling in Christ, you you begin to lose. That man that went into that school and started shooting folks, you know what? Yeah, mentally messed up, but Satan got his mind. When when you're trying to find who you are and find significance, Satan will make the darnest thing make you feel like it's significant. When, 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 when you don't accept what God has for you, you fall for anything. When when, when God hasn't set you, when you know I can't let anything or anybody just get in my way because I'm heading somewhere, you you, you might fall for the first chicken that shows up. (laughs) Why? Because he says when you don't have a divine revelation, not just of Christ, but, but Lord, what have you made me to be? What you got in me? Lord, what are you up to in my life? Lord, help me to connect the dots. You will get off track and never become all that God has called you to be. Don't you see what's happening? Satan is saying, I want you off track. And God is saying, I'm trying to bless you. And we stand in between two poles of this revelation what God has called with your name on it. Let me read on. Here go another one. It's Proverbs still 29, 18 out of New King James where there is no revelation. My people cast off all restraints. When, when, When you begin to recognize, Lord, you up to something in my life. You love me. You saved me. You got a purpose for me. It begins to constrain you. What I mean by that is there's certain things he won't let you do. Not that you don't want to do it, but he won't let you do. There's certain ways you won't act because he won't. There would have been a lot of people cussed out, cut, beat up, shot up if God wasn't constraining you. There's a lot of things you would have done. Not that you didn't want to do it, but the love of Jesus constrains you. Uh, Come on now. There would have been a lot of people that would have got their feelings hurt. If God didn't put a hole on your tongue, you almost went there. But, but, but God said, don't do it. There's some folks you bless that you didn't want to bless. But God pushed you in a blessing folks that you know done talked about you. That's some folks, you know they done did you wrong. And you got another done you wrong story. And they came to you from prayer. And you're thinking, how dare you? And the Lord said, pray for them. Bless them. And you went ahead and prayed for And you know them. What is that? That's God pulling. That's God prompting. That's God pushing. Thank God for the Holy Spirit that, that, that stops us and pushes us and constructs. You see, after a while, it's not that you try to do right because you fear God. You do right because you love God. Love is the most powerful Somebody said, one of the ministers said, man, when you got on that subject, he said, a song came to my mind. I said, what song was that? He said, when a man loves a woman. Yes, it says. So I said, Google it to me. He said, when a man loves a woman, can't keep his mind on nothing else. Oh, Shucky! Now (laughs) he changed the world for the good thing he he done found. Listen, watch this. Even if she bad, he can't see it. (laughs) So she can do no wrong. Listen. He would even turn his back on his friends if they put her down. When a man loves a woman, he'll spend his very last dime. I I better stop. Trying to hold on to what he needs. He gives up all his comfort. He'll sleep out in the rain. If she says that's the way it ought to be, well, this man loves you, woman. So he gives you everything. Let's shut that down. get what I'm talking about. It will make you do what you thought you would never do because love is prompting you. If that is true in the human relationship, and that could very well be when a woman loves a man. Let me come up with something. When a woman loves a man, she ought to drop the joker, but don't. When a woman loves the man, she'll go to work while he's laying up in the bed and she come home and give him, don't act like it don't happen. Don't act like it don't happen. It don't happen. Hold hold on, hold on. In all the world, it doesn't happen. Now, you may not do it, but y'all know. And some of y'all said, no, you may not be there now, but you was. <laughs> Don't tell me that when love is out of place, you won't put up with what you said you would never. That was almost a riot up in here, up in, here. when Christ is the love of our heart. Shouldn't it affect how we are? Not fear. Love. Fear gets you started. Jesus says if you love me, obey. God is trying to provoke us that he he shows you how much he loves you, and we respond to that. Hey, watch this. And the more you respond, the more he will show you. (laughs) The more we are obedient, the more, listen, listen. If I am, if you are disobedient in one area, you get stuck right there. I don't care how many other areas you are obedient, but the Lord got his finger on one area. Until you submit that, you don't see no more. In in, in this thing of purpose and destiny, God is waiting on us. The more we say yeah, the more he shows you more. He shows you what He has put inside of you, and after a while, you know what? It doesn't matter if other folks don't see it. The fact that the Lord has showed it to see God has put so much in you that that when that when you are allowing the Spirit to show you, doesn't matter what you've been through you can come up through it. Uh, uh, Listen, listen, listen. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. This calling, this gifting, that you are a blessing is so strong that, that God, if you let him, God will blow your mind about you. The devil wants this truth to be eradicated from off your mind because he's afraid of us ever. There, there, there's some folks in here got books in them. But the reason why you don't write it because you don't believe it yourself. I've sat with folks who would week meet with me every other week who had companies, had giftings in them, and they was afraid to take the step, and they met with me week after week, week after week until so the faith got strong enough to leave where they were at and go to where God was taking them. Up in here, you, you don't think you qualify. But it's not schooling that qualifies you. It's the gifting that qualifies you. It's not that we don't sense it. We don't step in on it. Well, that's not me. How you know that's not you? Until you do it, until you, you try it, you don't know if it fits you. Just because you've never done it before don't mean you can't do it. Uh, y'all, 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 y'all want me to step into this. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all getting quiet on me. Just because you never experienced it don't mean you can't do it. And until you put your toe in, you don't know if it fits you or not. And then, and then you, know, you, know what, you know what happens? First, you put your foot in, you say, it's too hot. But if you stay long enough, it's not that hot. <laughs> You know what's happened? You have adapted to the environment. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you have, you have acclimated yourself to fit. Now it's comfortable. You just said, but it goes the other way. You're right. Sin is the same thing. Nobody woke up and said, "I want to be a drug addict." And uh, no, no, nobody said I wanted to be an alcoholic. But they, you know, you know what, this folks who, the first drink made them throw up. And now, they're drinking fifths and <laughs> quarts and, that's right, 40 ounces is the, is a, <laughs> The system works either way. Look at this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Let this. Let me read through. Listen to Ephesians 1, 17. Paul's prayer. For I always pray to God, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant unto you a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Now, what he's saying is, is, is to see the Lord, see the Father, see the Lord Jesus Christ. It is by revelation that the Holy Spirit got to show you more. Insight to the mysteries and secret because everybody ain't going to see it. Right. That's why you can't wait till somebody to affirm you, affirm yourself. <laughs> That's deep, but I ain't going there. In the, in the deep and intimate knowledge of Him, that is relationship, not religion. See, you can come to church all day long and still be jacked up here. <laughs> still messed up, still in bondage. You know, it's terrible to be saved and still in bondage. It's terrible to be afraid about what people think more than what God thinks. It's terrible to know that you want to press in the deep because nobody's going to go with you. You're going to stay where you're at. It's terrible to not... Y'all getting quiet on me. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I hitting some places? Listen, having your eyes of your heart flooded with light, God is turning on the light to truth so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you. That's what some Christians know. That's all Christians. This is what he's saying. He said, "I have called you, yes. and I have an expectation in you. Yes. I have investment in you. Yes. But I have an inheritance in you. Yes. I got glory in you. Yes. You are gifted. Yes. When I saved you, yes. I put it in you. Yes. Now, don't wait to get to heaven to be blessed. I'm gonna bless you down there so that you can be a blessing yes. to somebody else." I want my light to shine through you. See, there's glory in you that you yet don't see. The process of your living is God pulling up out of you. Every one of y'all young people, you don't have a clue what God got in you. And even though you hear a whole lot of other voices, dumb down the voices. Turn it down. But God's voice, turn it up. Why? Because when God, what he has in you, folks gonna be jealous of you. How many folks here, some of the folks who talked about you in, now come to you for counseling and prayer? Isn't it amazing how God will lift you from where you were? Jeremiah says, I, I know my thoughts concerning you to give you an a, a, a expected future, a expected hope. See, Satan lying to all of us. He trying to make us think that God's not trying to bless you. But wait a minute. The nature of God is to bless his children. But he won't bless you before it's time because you've got to be able to handle the blessing. Listen to Paul in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. He says, not that I have attained this ideal or this concept, not that I'm already there to what I already see or have already made, been made perfect, but I press to lay hold of. What are you pressing to lay hold of? What I see. What you talking about, Paul? He says, I see a better me beyond me. God has shown me what I'm not yet have achieved. I see me walking in the future and I look better than I do right now. Matter yeah. of fact, I look more blessed. Yeah. I look more gifted. Yeah. I'm walking in more confidence. Yeah. Oh, in other words, you haven't seen nothing yet. Yeah. Oh, so you judging me for where I'm at right now, but I'm on my way somewhere. Yeah. I'm pressing. Listen, you can't press towards what you don't see. Yeah. Which means that God got to show you a you beyond. Why would I go through the trouble if I don't believe there's a better me? By fact, if some of y'all is in such dire straits, if you don't believe there's a better day, you might die where you are. Sometimes the only thing that gets you through what you got to go through, you, gotta, you got an expectation on the table that God's going to get me to the next level. Would have quit, would have fainted, but I expect to see a better day. Oh, oh, oh. You may be crying right now. And folks may be laughing at you, but hold on. God's not finished blessing you. God's going to connect the next dot, then the next dot. Listen, the more dots he connects, after a while you begin to say, I see something. I'm not sure, but I see something. You know what happens to your faith? When you begin to see God putting everything together, after a while, you start shouting before finished. <laughs> uh, you begin to say, oh, don't tell me. is, is that. Oh, shucky, shucky now. After a while, the devil start talking smack. You say, wait, my blessing is all, matter of fact, you feel it in your spirit. Listen, is there, is, there, is there anybody in here, you feel a blessing on the way? Yeah. Yeah. Is there anybody in here, you know a change is going to come. You don't know how you know, but deep down inside, you know. The fact, you don't got nothing else to hang on to, except for there's something on the inside that says God's not through blessing you. Listen, I don't care what the devil said. hold on. Keep praising him. Keep thanking him. Keep praying. Keep reading. Listen, listen. Canelis, where Canelis at? Oh, thank you, left. And teaching me, he said, he said, he said, God will show, yeah, he will show you not with these eyes, but in your spirit. You don't know what, but you know something. Let me show you what God will do. You try to go back and pray over that situation that had you crying, and all of a sudden you find yourself thanking God and praising God. Listen, don't quit. Go with it. Mm -hmm. The reason i say go with it, because mentally, this don't make sense. But spiritually, your spirit is saying, your blessing is on the way. Quit crying. Start praising. Because your blessing has been released. Now press your way to the fact I don't see nothing. You don't have to see nothing. Your faith says your blessing, your change is on the way. And if you open up your mouth and praise God, because it's in your spirit, you will hasten it even quicker. Is there anybody that needs to give God a praise right now? Because you feel it in your, you don't see nothing, but you know it's on the way. You know that you know. Listen, 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 listen. listen. When God got you there, be careful who you tell what you know. Doubters will mess you up. You got to find somebody that knows the way of God, that can touch and agree with you. That so when they hear, they say, I sense that too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. You know what's happening? We bouncing off one another. Are you bouncing off somebody? See, see, if, if it's somebody that's talking negative, I can't bounce off of you. Give me somebody that can see into the spirit that believe that God is an awesome God, that believe that God can work miracles, that believe that God will show up right on time. Give me somebody that I can talk to. And when I say hallelujah, they say hallelujah. Listen, listen truth is truth even when you can't see it. The Word of God and the principle of God is true anyhow. If God says, I'm a gift, you may not see it yet, but I'm a gift. Now now watch watch the attitude. When you walk in the room, the room just got brighter because you walked in it. Some of y'all think that's arrogance. No. The presence of God is on you. And if you got the right attitude, you don't wait till somebody say hi to you. You say hi to them. You walk in the room blessing folks because you understand your words got power. You understand? Listen, 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 listen. Can I use you? No, I used you last week. I owe you some candy, don't I? That's your sister. Oh, so I'm going to use you. Young lady, now she's not. This is me. Pregnant, I don't know where I, instead of cursing her, why don't you bless her? Come here, come here. Yeah. She's not pregnant, y'all this is my illustration let me say she's not she's not pregnant this is my illustration facebook she's not pregnant twitter she's not pregnant what other social media She's not pregnant! Did I hit everything? Let's get it on tape. She's not pregnant! But if she was, how dare you say something when you was pregnant out of where I... And if you didn't get pregnant, you was active. The baby's not the sin, the active. So why don't you pray over her and the baby while the baby's in her belly so that the blessing of your mouth can be on them. You see, it's easy to uh, find a reason to talk about you, but it's going to take work for me to find a reason to bless you. But if I work hard enough, there's a reason to bless you. And perhaps what that person needs is the blessing you got. These are being used either by Satan or by God. You are a gift to be a blessing. Hey, y'all, now, she's not pregnant. <laughs> but I know, I want y'all to pray for her because she's pregnant out of will You know what you're doing? You're telling her business to act like it's a prayer request. There's some things that don't need to be said. What I'm talking about, how we get mixed up Wants to use us to be that gift, that blessing, because we've been called to that. Yes. We've been, you gotta call. Thank you, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. <laughs> She's not pregnant. God wants to so use us. Because when He saved you, He gifted you. And he called you, and he's taking you to a higher level. Paul said, I wrote most of the New Testament. I got revelation more than anybody. God has used me more than any of the apostles. But yet, I see in me beyond me. And I'm pressing towards the me that I see. Because I want to be all that he called me to be. I don't got time to diddy-daddy away. Because fraternizing with you, when you're not pressing, gets me off my course. And he been too good to me than just to hang out and be cool with you. You might be able to chill and do nothing, but for me, I got purpose on me, I got a calling on me, I'm gifted and anointed, yes, I fall, but I get back up, matter of fact, I press my way, because I understand he got a calling on me, you know. When the church gets this, if it was all just about salvation, he would have took us home when he saved us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But notice what he said he says He said, "The body is him on the earth. so you got Christ in you to show the world he's real. you. Yes, But, Reverend, you don't know. I don't have to know that in the past. Because Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind me. That means I can't let what people say, my past, what happened, dictate how high I fly. Listen, I hate to say this. Both of y'all stand up. Can I use you again? <laughs> if she don't want to go high with you, All right. now you can fly over the chicken coop and say, ah, <laughs> and see if she want to come. Three brothers here. No, you don't have to stand up. <laughs> but even though y'all brothers and blood brothers, if you get a sense of what God has for you, and they don't want to go with you, you mind walking with me? Come on. All right. All right. All right. All right. Now this is now says. He goes with Jesus, hoping that they will follow. Show them the way. Prayer for them. See, but if he stays there, that's no example for them. That's not loving them. You know what loving them is? Does he love them any less? Look at it. Keep on looking back. That's right. You got it. I didn't have to tell you, you're a bad boy. He made my illustration even better. Look, he's following me, but he's hoping with expectation that they follow. But he knows he can't stay where they at. In fact, look at them looking at him. They're hoping he comes back. He's hoping he they come on. Now the father he gets the more they miss him. I believe that God will use the separation to make them stand up, fellas. Cause you can't see him unless you stand up. Look, they may be talking about him, but they're looking at him. Look. Even called him. Y'all, y'all, y'all bad. That's how I got said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Are you drawing folks? Are you drawing? Or are you staying stuck with them? Afraid to leave them. But now I'm got to work that out too. If it's mama, if it's daddy, if it's husband, if it's wife, our first love is Jesus. Look what he says. Forgetting what lies behind and straining towards what lies ahead. Pressing towards the high calling the heavenly prize Jesus is calling look what it says Jesus is calling us calling you by name listen If if he's saying Justin listen Call him by name. You feel it. He know I'm calling him. It's a distinct call. Cause I called him by name. Let's yes, let me get, can I get real? We feel it. rather than we want to acknowledge it. now. We know. Yes, I'm telling you, you no. Know, we, I ain't telling no secret. Yes. Just, just you never heard it broke down like this. Yes. You feel it? Mm-hmm. It's in your spirit. Yes. And when he call, we, we, we analyze, rationalize, but we know. But notice, listen, Jesus is calling. The one who paid the price for you and for us. Jesus, the one who loves you more than anybody else. Jesus, the one who knows what he got down inside of you. And he's calling up out of you what he placed in you. Jesus, who will stay closer than a brother. Jesus, who will be your strong tower. Jesus, who's a lily in the valley. Jesus, that once you drink of his water, he satisfies to the utmost. Jesus, that when he picked you up, he will deliver you. Jesus, that knows exactly what you need and know how to give you what you want to. Jesus, who is the best thing that could ever happen to you, the call, that he's calling us closer to him. Why will I share my heart if you're not willing to walk with me? You don't share your heart with casual friends. You share your heart with folks who stick with you through the ups and the downs. They have proven you can trust them. You know that that, that, that they, that they love you no matter what you go through. They have proven I'm with you. I trust you with my heart. So why would Jesus share his heart with us when we won't walk with him? But I declare, the more you walk with him. Somebody said he gets sweeter. Say, what's that, as the day go by? That means that he's sweeter now than he was this morning. That means he's sweeter today than he was yesterday. Ain't it amazing how he keeps keeps showing you more of himself? Ain't it awesome how you thought he loved you last year, but this year his love done blew you away again? Ain't it awesome that you thought you knew him five years ago? but the knowing that you knew then can't touch the knowing that you have now. There's something about Jesus that makes everything. I just heard somebody say, I dare you to try him. I dare you to try it. Matter of fact, let me... I double dare you to try my Jesus. Because once you try him, you'll never be the same. Say this. He's that good. He's that awesome. One of... Then I'll finish. When God came and got me and wasn't in church, was after some spiritual battle, I was in my bedroom saying, none of this can be real. And the Lord said, choose. When I chose him, the weight came off my shoulders. The next morning when I woke up, the sun seemed brighter. Uh I heard some, cheep, cheep, I said, that's birds. (laughs) I didn't know birds sing. I didn't know they sound so good. I was so tunnel focused that I was missing out on the blessings that was right there before me. What are you missing? Because what you missing, what the Lord has for you, is better than what you would give up. He's just that good. Turn turn to the person next to you. If you know, tell them, he's just that good. (laughs) That he's not lying. Jesus is just, he's just that good. I got a testimony. He's just that good. If you don't know that he's that good, we want to introduce you to this Jesus. We want you to experience the goodness of the Lord. Scripture said, taste and see for yourself that the Lord is good. I got ministers, ministers, come on, I want to pray with you. I'm going to show you he's good. Oh, he's good. Right now he's good. And he will begin to bring out of you what he put in you. Come on, choir.